Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings in the name of the Lord and welcome to Warren Radio. This is Tower. I'm here with the Watchman and we are glad you joined us. Please send all your prayer requests and correspondence to us through our contact page at warn-usa.com. And you can listen to our Warren Radio episodes on warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And Warren Radio is now on the following platforms. Amazon Prime Music and Podcast, Spreaker, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Google Podcast, Deezer, Spotify, Anchor, and now you're on Pocket Cast. And do not miss these posts on warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. America for whom the bells toll. America for whom the bells toll. A lonely ringing of a bell, several rings of a bell for a signal, or one final dying ring of death knell to a bygone era. God's purpose, the lesson of that old porch. There is a man's purpose and ideas that he follows through on. Many purposes can fill a person's life, yet in the end we find God's purpose will be followed through. Kingdom of God by force. Today we can see the faith and testimony of Jesus Christ in every nation on earth. Even in the most persecuted areas we find Christians. The following are the latest posts on warn-usa.com. Saints of God Walking in the Light Warn Radio Classic Series. Inheritance is the result of the full, complete revelation and manifestation of the Son of God to us and our response to that inheritance. Passover Unleavened Bread Series Classic at Warren Radio. To understand what Passover really is, this is the goal. What is the Passover lamb and what does this mean? Be sure to pick up your copy of The Rising. It's a Christian fiction thriller by The Watchman. The Rising continues the story of Mac, a former black ops sniper and details the takeover of America. There's danger and intrigue. The nation is at risk, and Mac battles to survive the forces bent on destroying him and America. Can he save the United States? Find out by getting your copy of The Rising, and you can get a copy from Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, Ingram, Walmart, Google Play, also you can get the Rising ebook on Google Play. You can also get your copy of the Rising by going to danaglinsmith.com and while on the site be sure to sign up for the WIBR Warren Radio newsletter. And now I welcome in the Watchman. You're listening to Warren Radio on the WIBR Warren Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And also follow us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, and join us on LinkedIn. Greetings, Dana. How are you doing tonight? 
Well, you know, in spite of the election, I'm doing good. Yeah, it's... Greetings. Welcome to another Friday edition of Sound the Shofar. I'm the watchman, Dana Smith. And we are here on a blue sky, windy, the plains, the hills, and the mountains. They have patches of snow where the wind hasn't blown them away. Here we get winds that are legendary. And it's chilly, it's cold. It'll chill you to the bones within a short time. It reminds me of what is happening in this world. It's not just America that needs to repent. The nations of men need to repent. Revelation was written to warn us of the things of the end. We know that there is a staunch power of darkness. We know that people will follow him. We know that the Lord Jesus, Yahshua, is coming soon. We know he will destroy the devil and all those who follow him. We know he will reward his saints and all those who follow him. And we will be with him in his kingdom. We know these things. We know them by faith. We trust what we read and what the Spirit of God witnesses in our hearts. For there's this one truth upon all things holy and righteous. God cannot lie. And what he has promised, that he will do. And to all the liars and the thieves and the crooks, and the unclean, and the wicked, even more wicked than what I've mentioned. Yes, they're out there. If you can truly repent, truly, in your heart, you're not going to be able to fool the Lord. He can cleanse you, forgive you, and make you into a new righteous being. Today's show, More Than Conqueror's Throne of Iniquity, Part 2. You know, and today you think, man, look at Joe Biden. He's on the throne. His doctor came out yesterday and said he's in excellent shape. Well, his brain isn't. Any doctor that says Joe Biden is okay and doesn't have some kind of cognitive trouble isn't a doctor. You can't hide the symptoms. They're there. And I can tell you, I'm not the only one. There are millions of Americans that see what we have as a president and shake their head. They look at the open border and see what's happening, and yet we have laws in this country to allow these people to be rejected and sent home that are coming across the border freely. But Joe Biden has mishandled it from the beginning on purpose. His entirety of what he does is to overthrow the United States, overthrow the status quo. That's what he wants to do. And he has supporters in America. He has supporters in Hollywood. He has supporters in the media. You know that. I know that. But for right now, it is a Friday. And as soon as I get done with this show, I've got a few other things to do for the ministry. And I'm going to shut up Biden and all the garbage that's going on in this country, put it in a little box and set it somewhere 
and forget it and I'm going to enjoy my weekend. I'm not going to live and breathe this stuff and allow his pontification and uncleanness and also that of many misled preachers in this country, not to mint misled Christians, not to, not to forget all those who deliberately are trying to destroy this country. It is time to rise up, and I don't mean to shoot and kill. I mean we need to make our voices heard across this land. Today, more than conquerors, brings us to the throne of iniquity. And here we find consummate evil and true righteousness, the two opposites. They're contrary to one another. You cannot serve wickedness and be righteous. And you can't be righteous and serve wickedness. And there is no doubt that if my forebears in my family were alive right now, they would not believe the stark difference between the America that was and the America that is today. And I don't need to tell you of the evil and the murder and radical left-wing political agendas, young women that want to kill the baby way past the birth. Once they're birthed, you know, they want to be able to kill them if they don't want them. This is murder. This will bring a bigger curse on this nation you can imagine. It'll bring a curse on those who perform this. And it'll be cursed who you have who have killed the innocent. Pure blood guilt, sacrifice of babies, and there is a one true God and his son Yeshua, Jesus Christ our Lord. And only he can you de deliver you from many of your sins and your own guilts. It's confusing today and many people are confused. Romans 8, 31 through 39. Paul puts in some good scripture. And I love scripture. On our Isaiah series, we've been doing that for a long time. Tower's been keeping track. It's been years. We're in part 100 and, what is it? 61, I think we just finished. And we're going to be, we should be done sometime this year. And we've covered everything in it. And it's not a typical study that you might think. But we've covered it from, a, from the beginning and we're going to take it to the end by the grace of God. So now, Romans chapter 8, verse 31. What shall we say to these things? Okay, if we just leave it there, we can say a lot of things about these things. <laughs> may not pertain to anything that we're talking about right now. But see, he puts a delineator in there. If God is for us, who is against us? That's what he's talking about. If God is for us, who is against us? If God is for you because he is in you, because you have received him, and you're his follower, if God is for us, that means you, that means me, that means those who believe, who is against us? Who could succeed against us? In the end, none of them could. None of them will. Even if they killed the body, like it says in Revelation 12, 11, they overcame by the blood of the Lamb, 
the word of their testimony, and they love not their lives unto the death. Death is not going to separate us from the Son of God and from our Father. Death is not going to separate us from the reward that lays before us. The enemy can kill us. The enemy can put us in prison. The enemy can oppress us. The enemy can invade our land. The enemy can be really mean and nasty. But in the end, if God is for us, who is against us? For you know, as a Christian, verse 32, He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not also with him freely give us all things? You see, God the Father witnessed his own son dying on the cross, shedding his blood so that we may be free and find God's mercy. Who shall lay anything to the charge of the elect? It is God that justifies. The elect, the believers, those who have received Yeshua. As it says in 1 John 1, If we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ his Son cleanses us from all unrighteousness. Who is going to lay charge against us? If we are God's elect, if we are blood washed and born again, it will not stand in the court of God, but it will stand in the corrupted courts of this world. And we have already seen the corrupted courts, especially with the J6ers who are sitting up there, their own rights being violated haven't been able to have an attorney. They haven't been released on any kind of bonds. They have been held there, I think, for two years or more. With not a charge being filed, slowly going through them, it's all kangaroo court. We know that they were set up. No, I wouldn't have gone in there anyway. I wouldn't even have had had the meeting there because there is one thing about D.C., It is a principality in power. And it's not a principality in power of good. This thing has long roots going way back. There is consummate evil there. Remember when Daniel had a vision and the angel that was servicing Daniel, giving him the messages was fighting the prince of Persia. Where was he at? He was in the Persian kings. You know, right there, next to the king. And the king didn't see him. But he was situated in that and had control over that. See, there's principalities and powers. There's a principality and power in China and North Korea. These are wicked principalities and powers. And overall, God has a final say-so. So when the Son of God comes as Lord of Lords, as he says, the Almighty, they will be cast down, totally destroyed. So we work within these, within these framework of the spiritual battle that lays before us. Even in America, there's a spiritual battle to destroy this nation. Even the communists wanted to destroy this nation because we had too many married people, too many families. We had too many churches. We were too conservative. If it hadn't been for America being a Christian nation in World War II, there wouldn't have been any hope to stop Hitler. And Hitler himself was was in a kind of a religious jihad himself because he was trying to bring back the Holy Roman Empire. There is no doubt God justifies this. He is there. He goes on to say, Who is he that condemneth? 
It is Jesus Christ that died. Yea, rather, that was raised from the dead, and without that being raised from the dead, there would be no hope. He was the first fruits. The rest of us are the afterfruits, the next fruits to come. And who is at the right hand of God who also makes intercession for us? And who shall separate us from the love of Christ? <clears throat> oh, I'll put it, nothing. Shall tribulation or anguish, persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword, even it is, as it is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long, we were accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. On Wednesday nights we report on the persecuted church. And we are seeing more Christians being killed and thrown in prison and oppressed than at any time in history. And we get stats from those who are on the ground. And they're a good, solid Christian humanitarian organizations that try to take care of the brethren as they're being oppressed and killed and slaughtered. How long do you think America is going to sit back and then other nations while they watch Christians getting slaughtered? And then there are those like the Uyghurs in China who have been oppressed. God even cares about the Uyghurs and others like that, other groups. There are wickedness, wicked people rather, in this world. But thank God that in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. That's verse 37. Paul says, For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Now that sums up pretty much everything there is. There is nothing in America. Listen up, Christians. This is not going to be like the America that many of us were raised in. I was warned of this many, many years ago. I was flatly told. I had three visions. And I was flatly told, America, as I know it, will cease to exist. And I was told that when these things that I have been shown begin to come to pass, know it is that it, it is I, the Lord God, that has shown you these things. Now, I don't talk about that much. I did more last week to tell you a little bit of the history that I had. But I'm bringing it up now because this is important for you to understand. God has been on the job all the time. This is not surprising. He knows it. It's been prophesied. We know it. Many people who study prophecy know it. I mean, back in the 80s, we knew that America would, would cease to exist. Many of us didn't think that America would be destroyed right before us. But it is. It's changed. Because of principalities and powers. Because those who are trying to overthrow. And of course we fell away from the Lord. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor things present nor things to come nor powers nor height or depth or any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. You ought to put that thing 
somewhere where you read it a lot because things are going to get tough. Things that you can't stop. Things that, you know, you'll see people and people are just totally blinded with what's going on. You can't talk to them. They won't listen. You got to leave it go and soak it in prayer. That's what you need to do. You need to break down the principalities and powers through fasting and prayer. In Ephesians, For this cause I, Paul, the prisoner of Christ Jesus, in behalf of you Gentiles. I like that. We Gentiles need help because we're a lawless breed. We are. If you're a Gentile, that is, other than a Jew, Jews can be lawless too. But Gentiles are really lawless. And we don't really have a natural proclivity towards God and towards Scripture. Now the Jews have it in their spirit because of going back to Abraham and you know and the Torah and the Mount but even with all of that when we go through Isaiah's book you begin to see that even though they had history they still fell away verse 2 of that If so be that you have heard of the dispensation of that grace of God which was given me to you word. See, God had revealed to Paul that arena of grace, that time of grace, that time period, dispensation of God's grace or favor that was given to Paul to proclaim to the unruly Gentiles. Dispensation tells you that it's a short period. It's a period of time. Dispensation does not mean forever. And grace is God's favor. And the only way to get that favor is through Christ Jesus and you repenting and coming to the Lord. And he says, How that by revelation was made known unto me the mystery as I wrote before in a few words, whereby when you read, you perceive my understanding in the mystery of Christ, which in other generations was not made known unto the sons of men, as it is now has been revealed unto his holy apostles and prophets in the Spirit. Now see, this has not been made known until at the time when Christ came. The sons of men didn't know it. The Jews didn't know it. Even when Christ came, the prophecy concerning Christ, he went to his own and his own received him not. They didn't receive him. But, it says, to as many as did receive him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to those who believe on his name. And these are born again. They become the sons of God. It is a mystery. It wasn't made known. People didn't know about it. Except when you go back to Moses, not Moses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was Moses. I don't know what I'm thinking. He said, A prophet like me will show up, will come. And what was this secret that never had been revealed before? That the Gentiles are fellow heirs and fellow members of the body and fellow partakers of the promise in Christ Jesus through the gospel. Whatever the Jews may think, 
whatever the Torah says, when Christ came, he said, I came not to destroy the law, but to fulfill it. And the fulfillment of the law was to extend this grace to the Gentiles and to all men. And he says, Whereof I was made a minister according to the gift of that grace of God, which was given me according to the working of his power. It's not our power. I mean, I didn't create this mess, neither did you. We're here. It's appointed unto men once to die and after this a judgment. This is the part where you and I are living. We have believed on the Lord and we are now caught up in the end of days and we've got a choice. You believe and trust in the Lord. Well, that's going to be put to the test. Christians are going to be killed. You'll be put to the test. There is going to be a vicious enemy. And his one goal will be to kill and destroy Christians and also destroy Israel. And there are plenty of those people that hate Israel. And at times it even seems like the Jews hate Israel. Because they can become so divided. They're not like they were under David. They're not like they were under Solomon. And Paul goes on to say unto me who am less than the least of all saints was this grace given to preach unto the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ. Now you see Warren Radio is an end time ministry. God called us for this end time. Tower and I. And there is a dispensation of grace. And it's still the same dispensation that Paul was talking about. But one day, it's going to come to an end. He goes on to say, And to make all men see what is the dispensation of the mystery which for ages had been hid in God who created all things, to the intent that now unto the principalities and the powers in heavenly places might be made known through the church the manifold wisdom of God according to the eternal purpose which he purposed in Christ Jesus our Lord, in whom we have boldness and access and confidence through our faith in him. You know, that's, that's poetic to me. I'm a writer. I write. I've written poetry, psalms, and uh, I'm gifted with the arts to be able to write and music. But here, See, before Christ came, we didn't understand the principalities and powers. And it says in the heavenly places, where, where, are, they at? where are they at? Are, are they at Mars? You know, we've been fascinated as a people about Mars, the red planet. We didn't think much about all the far reaches because we could never see there. Now all of a sudden we can see there. We can see further than any generation into space. And as far as we can see, we've never found God. There's only one way to find him. You have to receive him. He's spiritually discerned. But see, there are, th are things that was made known to the church. Not to the buildings. Not to the organizations of men which represent the church. But to those who are the called and are found in Christ Jesus. 
For the kingdom of God is within you, the Lord says. The kingdom of God is not in the bricks and stones. And when you as a people meet together in a church, when you are truly born again and know the Lord, the Spirit of God is within you. And when you start rejoicing and you have others with you, two or three are gathered in my name, those are people, not bricks. Then God blesses that meeting and he's in the midst of it and the glory falls. Now churches, you know, bricks and all the stuff that we uh, gather in, they're okay. But the tool that God uses... The one he died for, the believer who has been born again through the Spirit, that is the called out ones, the ecclesia. Because we've had far too many denominations who jumped the board and went where they shouldn't have gone. Because men and women in these particular denominations can get together and convince themselves to do certain things that are an abomination with God. And they will justify it, saying, I know, I know God, he won't mind this. Yes, he will. But the thing good about this, in whom we have boldness and access and confidence through our faith in him, now see, we're coming to the end of days. This is, you know, the throne of iniquity is this study. Now see, the throne of iniquity is there. But when you're new Christians, what does scripture say? Resist the devil and he will flee from you. I mean, this is the devil for crying out loud. The one that has his own throne of iniquity. The one that's going to rise above God. The one that lies to the human race all the time. The one that does deception. And yet you can resist him in the name of the Lord. And he'll flee from you. All of hell is gathered around for the final battle. And we need to lift up our eyes and see the heavenly hosts that are gathered in the name of the Lord to help us. God has not forgotten you. You know, he didn't abdicate the throne. He's on the throne. The devil's a liar and a chief liar. And the sins and the flesh of men they rejoice in that. They're only going to rejoice so long because all your proclivities and the things that you love that you sold your soul for is going to be gone. And the only thing that will be remain will be those things found in Jesus Christ our Lord. And that's why we have boldness and access in confidence. Why? Because it is written. We know God cannot lie and what he has said he will do if you're a Christian you believe that you trust in the Lord then stand on that and guess what when you stand by faith it may seem lonely you may be surrounded But remember the prophets of Baal and Elijah had all these prophets of Baal gathered around against one lone man. One. <laughs> That's a good story. And they were going to call on their gods to see who would answer. And the, and the prophets of Baal stood around And the prophet of God looked at him and said, well, maybe they, he doesn't hear you. Maybe you need to shout louder. <laughs> Put more wood on your fire. Do something, you know. And then when it come for the prophet of God, 
Well, the fire was a little bit too big because God's a big God. And God answered that prophet and slew the prophets of Baal. And that was a sign to those Jews who had started serving Baal. It was a sign to the state, to the nation, to the tribes. The Lord God is holy. He's not going to bow down to your prophets of uncleanness. He will destroy them. And another one we need to read in this little batch of them is in Colossians 2, 13 through 15. And you being dead through your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, you say, you, I say, did he make alive together with him, having forgiven us all our trespasses and having blotted out the bond written in ordinances that was against us. Well, there's, there's two of them that comes to mind. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And the other one is, the soul that sinneth it shall die. And all men, all God's, you know, humans that wander around and have been born. They're born into sin. God has made a way for all of them. Having blotted out the bond written in ordinances that was against us, that's all of humanity, which was contrary to us, and he has taken it out of the way, nailing it to the cross. That, that cross, you can't get away from the cross. That's the atoning sacrifice. The Passover lamb. Having despoiled the principalities and the powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. Because he triumphed over death, hell, and the grave. See, as long as man was condemned because they were sinners, there was no hope. The devil was happy, sending all of God's creation to hell. But even in the beginning, God found those with faith. We look at Abraham. And so of Christ, having despoiled the principalities and the powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. See, his victory is our victory. And even though today we face, this generation faces a time of trouble like no other has ever been on the earth. Now see, I... I hope and pray that God waits a thousand years before this thing happens. You know, a thousand years with God is one day and one day is, is a thousand years. So, uh, you know, one day he's coming. And all the signs right now point to the time of trouble that precedes the coming of the Lord. The signs are there. And uh, we're looking for a couple signs, even more. The appearance of the third temple. And the other one is the appearance of the dark one, the beast, Revelation 13. The real sign, as far as I'm concerned, is when you see that beast, which is, it raises out of 
the nations of men. He's going to have a short time to work. We know how much time. And then it's going to be over. Colossians 1. For this cause we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray and make requests for you, that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. Now see, that's important. You need to have spiritual wisdom and understanding of the times. This will help you in your everyday life. This will help you to understand. It will also help you to control your emotions, to know. We're not to walk by emotions. We're to walk by faith. Now see, as humans, we're emotional creatures. And that's how come some people get in trouble. Their emotions get carried away with them. To walk worthily of the Lord unto all pleasing, bearing fruit in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. Strengthened with all power according to the might of his glory, unto all patience and long suffering with joy, giving thanks unto the Father who made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints of light and who delivered us out of the power of darkness and translated us into the kingdom of the Son of his love, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. Now you see, that is great writing. And it's true. We are partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. All of us have been delivered out of the power of darkness. Sin doesn't have any power over you. Even in your thought life, you can control that. But you have to learn. And even here, We have been delivered out of that power of darkness, but the darkness surrounds us. We have been translated into the kingdom of the Son of His love, Yahshua. But we're still here. Now you see, one thing the Lord prayed, He says, I pray thee, Father, that you would not take them out of the world, but keep them from the evil. That's what we need to do. Keep ourselves and our families out of the evil, away from the evil, and pray for protection. But there are times, as we found with the persecuted church, they are like sh uh, sheep to the slaughter. Literally. And no matter how many humanitarian organizations there are that are Christian, there's times you can't rescue every Christian. There's times that the ones who do evil plot to kill and murder. And you can go there afterwards and bring the love of Christ and compassion and help them. But a loss is a loss. And so you have to learn to deal with the way things are. But see, I also believe that there are things going on. Wickedness that are beyond the pale of anything we've ever seen. And it's coming even more. 
But what wickedness doesn't understand is there's a power of God that will be available in the church. It's available right now. And they won't even believe it. So don't discount the supernatural hand of God, the miraculous. That's important to understand. And so, right now as Christians, we've been delivered out of the power of darkness and translated into that kingdom of the Son of His love. Now, we're not in heaven, most of us, yet. And His kingdom hasn't arrived here on earth, but in us is the hope of glory, the Son of God. And we live this here, and we bring God's love to others to let them know. But there's times that Christians have to stand up against the darkness. Sometimes they have to confront it and bring it down by the power of God. Now see, as believers, we have redemption and the forgiveness of sins. And see, we are being made into the image of the invisible God the firstborn of all creation. We, we are being made into the image of Christ. And so when we look at Christ in him, we're all things created in heaven and on the earth. Things visible and invisible. Thrones, principalities, dominions, powers. All things have been created through him and unto him. And he is before all things, and in him all things consist. He is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in him all things might have the preeminence. For it was the good pleasure of the Father that in him should all the fullness dwell and through him to reconcile all things unto himself, having made peace through the blood of his cross, through him, I say, whether things on earth or things in heaven. Now see, all of that is written to comfort and ensure the saints. Because when you look around, you see the principalities and powers of darkness <coughs> Nature being shaken. But you have to remember this is a spiritual battle. Even for your family. If you're working somewhere or going to school somewhere and you have people that are bothering you. And you might have taken it to the, you know, the counselor or taken it to the principal and they didn't do much. You need to pray for those who persecute you. You need to have patience and faith. And you also need to pray protection over you and your family. You need to pray for them every day and ask God's blessing on them every step of the way. Because if you're not praying for your family, and there's another thing, you need to be binding the devil in Jesus' name off of specific things. Binding the power of darkness from attacking. And you have to have the spiritual understanding to know when to do that. Because this is a battle. This is a war. And in America for generations, 
You know, growing up, our whole family was Methodist. And the Methodists, they had a big revival. That's how they became Methodists. Up at the Wesley. And there was a methodical way that they studied. There was a method. So they called themselves Methodists. At any rate, when I was there as a kid, my parents made sure that I was in kindergarten and all the, I mean, uh, you know, the, the, um, the Sunday school classes, and then they had uh, children's church and etc. And of course, you see all them pictures of Jesus. Well, that isn't Jesus. That's just our conception of what he looked like. Because one of the commandments in the Old Testament don't make an image of God. Because that ain't God. But even today, we have lots of pictures of Jesus and people love him. But one day you will see him. One day it will be made clear. And personally, I can't wait. So there is a real throne of iniquity. But there's also a throne of power. A throne of redemption. A throne of mercy and grace. It's all tied to Yahshua, Jesus Christ our Lord, to the glory of the Father. We are overcomers. We're called to be overcomers. But to be an overcomer takes faith, persistence, takes wisdom and knowledge, takes the power of God. It's not just a stroll in the park. It's not for the weak of heart, although the weak can find strength. So whatever you're facing today, get on your, put on your list, seek the Lord. For he can be found through Christ. Father, we thank you for your word today. For all those who hear this whenever they hear it. Bless them as they listen. And in Jesus' name, I bind you, Satan, in the powers of darkness from the preaching, teaching, streaming, and receiving of this word. In Jesus' name. Don't forget to go by our websites at warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And I've got two books. I, I have lots of books, but these are the ones I'm talking about. Steal the Darkness, which is the first book in the Steel series, and The Rising. Now you see, you think that, you know, there's a plot to destroy America. Well, The Rising was written and purposed to show the behind the scenes, what was happening. To America. And I wrote it before COVID had it finished. It's prophetic. It's also a Christian fiction centered around a hero and the anti-hero, his opposition. 
check out my book, The Rising. Get a copy, read it, and send me a comment through our website about what you think. Till next time, be safe. Shalom. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio.